thank you for downloading the local paper review podcast with the Romford Recorder and Time 107.5. It is a Friday and the beauty of a Friday, well, the more than one beauty of a Friday, of course, the fact is that we are uh, pushed uncomfortably up close to a weekend. But also it means that we get to go through the local papers with our local paper review. I'm joined in the studio by Niall Joyce and Beth Wyatt. Welcome along. Hello. Good afternoon, Steve. How's it all going? Life good? Life good? I always is at a local paper, you know, always yeah. busy, always, <laughs> always keen to get the news out to everyone, so. Yep. Um, I actually went on a visit you'd probably quite enjoy, just because oh, yeah. it's one of those like silly ones where you dress up and stuff, so that's quite fun. Yeah. Um, it was really good, actually. So I went to, um, you know, Tate and Lyle, who make the golden syrup, famous golden syrup. I'm aware of them. Also yes. the Tate behind the Tate Modern and Tate Britain. Mm. <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. Is it really? You're looking at me like this is. This is I, I didn't know that either. Google it. This is why it's, the museums are called the Tate because they got the money from the sugar. Why are you not? You look. What? I feel like I'm not trustworthy or something. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up later. But anyway, okay, so yeah. I went down. To and by the, the way, when you do find out that I'm right, I expect an apology, an apology. printed in the newspaper. Maybe not. <laughs> are you a source on Wikipedia? The, no, it should be. It should be a very yeah. viable source. Yeah. Um, so I went down to their factory in um, Silvertown last week. So yeah. I got to wear, um, you know, overalls and a hat and goggles and see golden syrup tins being made and they're like flying around all over the room. Brilliant. And yeah, it was really fun. The outfit I'm imagining, yeah. you know, like um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory uh, in the film when uh, Mike TV gets zapped from one plate and they yeah. have to wear the white outfits. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, was, it was like that, but oh, with a hat on top as well. Um, and then we all had had a picture afterwards um, with the famous big can outside the giant tin. So that, it was really good fun, yeah. How come you could do these fun things? Where's my fun things? I know, sorry. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> do you want to go? I don't know if just writing. <laughs> You've been sat there. Yeah. I mean, you could dress up like that if you wanted to, yeah. but you'd still just be sat in an office. Yeah, yeah. no one would notice anyway. So let's. Uh, so if, if life's good in the world of uh, your newspapers, let's take a little look through some of the stories that you brought with us, uh, with you rather. Let's have a look. Start with story number one. Okay, so story number one is about the Orchard Village Estate and um, concerns by residents about the safety uh, following on from, obviously, the terrible tragedy at Grenfell Tower. Um, the issue is over fire safety inspections at the Raynham Tower block, and uh, basically what it was, residents noticed that behind some metal cladding there was these wooden, uh, wooden slats, and right. they've raised a concern, is that is this going to pose a fire safety risk? And, uh, yeah, it's all kind of going on there, and obviously with the terrible um incident a few weeks back that's quite a it's quite a big issue now amongst residents and i'm sure a lot of people living in any sort of high rise or flats are kind of concerned about the cladding now yeah i mean in some way it's it's good that the inspections are happening i mean they should have therefore been happening before maybe one of the things we heard recently was about the swap from a a zinc metal being used to a cheaper aluminium because aluminium's more flammable and that's mm. the, you know you learn that at GCSE that of all the metals that magnesium are the two that burn uh, particularly well so it must be yeah concern doesn't seem like a big enough word for it but if you're living mm. in something that's over like six stories high you're gonna you're gonna be worried, aren't you? So when do we find out if wood is is okay and acceptable? Well, the uh, spokesman from Clarionhausen, who um, who uh, owned the uh, village, um, they said, uh, I'll quote it this: um, the dangerous situation reported does not exist as stated. Um, she said the organisation organisation is working with contractors and fire specialists on upgrading fire stopping, but um, they basically make the point that uh, it is quite a common. Um, 
uh, way to like build these properties mm-hmm. and um, they basically are saying the residents' concerns aren't quite uh, maybe being slightly over exaggerated on their account but they did make the point that um, they're working on upgrading fire um, like the fire defences I guess you'd call it Yeah. so it does prove at a certain point that there's definitely some issue there I mean, if they're going to upgrade the um, their protection against fires, um, there's obviously been an issue beforehand. There was one expert that I heard being interviewed about the way in which tests are done. You can either take out for like the area where the where there is cladding. You can take all the individual materials one at a time and test them. But you're also allowed to test the unit as built. And I suppose that does make sense, because even if there is something like wood present in there, if the things that surround it either side mm. are both, you know, not flammable and yeah. it's the combustibility test rather than the flammability test that they do. And so if the whole unit passes the combustibility test, then it doesn't matter that some of the individual materials might be flammable. The whole unit prevents the spread of fire. But then, you know, that's all very well knowing that as a technical rule that they're allowed to do according to the EU or whatever. But if I was living in a block of flats and there's some wood, I'd be concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think uh, maybe something uh, will probably be following up in future. We know there has been a bit of a standoff between uh, the, house, the Clarion Housing Group and uh, Colin Nicholas, the uh, chairman of the um, Orchard Village uh, Residents Association. Right, OK, so that's one to watch. Um, story number two on the way. Give me a little bit of a hint what we're going to be talking about. Um, so this one is basically um, the Ardley Green Railway Bridge has oh, been don't delayed. Get me started. Has <laughs> been delayed to 2019. Um, obviously, an ongoing issue since uh, 2015. Um, you know, you tell us about it, Steve. I probably because I don't be. actually drive it, uh, so I don't have the same frustration. But every um, single day, oh. when the story went up, I did have quite a fun five minutes going on Twitter and Facebook and looking at the outraged comments, yeah. and I could tell that people ain't happy. Put it that way. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make sure I join in and do some of those tweets. <laughs> afternoon, I'm Steve. Welcome along. It's the afternoon show, but with it being a Friday, it's time to uh, do our little look through the local newspapers. I'm joined in the studio by Niall Joyce and Beth Wyatt. So, story number two. Don't get me started. Uh, roadwork. The roadwork <laughs> that affect my life. Go on, give me the bad news. Yep, so here is the download. Um, so the Ardley Green Railway Bridge replacement works, um, obviously, as we know, as you know very well, yep. they've been going on for a long time now. Um, bad news has come in this week where um, TFL has confirmed that um, the four lanes are now going to be reopened in spring 2019. So, <sighs> Man alive. I think quite often I write about this in, the, in, the, in you know a few of the columns. Mm. Recently, I commented on the rate at which I think like three times well, I, I've either seen people working on it or people have texted in and told me that people have been working on it. I think I said at that rate it'll be done just before our sun goes supernova because we don't have this planet forever. <laughs> this, our sun's going to wipe us out. I think it's about a billion years. Um, and there was the other thing that bothers me about it is. And this is a damning indictment of modern-day society. There's two lanes there, but during the roadworks, during the contraflow, one lane is for heading off to the rest of the world. The other lane, McDonald's. I was about to say, one of my favourite tweets of this week after that story was someone goes, ah, oh, and it's always messing up my McDonald's run. <laughs> I, was like, I love the priorities there. Like everyone else going on about work and he's like, oh, I can't get my McDonald's. I can't believe that we have an entire lane for McDonald's. Mm. Life shouldn't be split up with, you know, 50% of people trying to make their way to work, 50% of people filling their face. Come on, there must be a way of getting another lane across. Oh, there's just no other other way out up towards the M25. I suppose I could do A12, but then it's a long old... Yeah, that was on that on Saturday myself. Yeah. Yeah. 
So until then, I think they should find some sort of other way around. That's what I wrote about as well. That and they they've still got it as well. So if you try and avoid that, you go. It's all right. This these A one two seven roadworks that are going on until twenty nineteen. I'll go around mm. and do uh, Wingletai Lane and the rest of them. And they put roadworks closing off those roads. Why are you putting diver- Why are you putting roadworks on a diversion from some roadworks? <laughs> yeah. What's going on in life? To wind you up. <laughs> so why didn't we write up? Why didn't we write up? And so I wrote the thing, mo- moaning about that, mm. when Sluin's Lane was closed and then they uh, opened. Yeah. I was like, brilliant. The next one along got closed as well. Mm. So I'm just driving a different way in now. Yeah. Coming through Raynham. Do you know what? I bet your language in the car is, is quite colourful then. <laughs> yes, it's a little fruity. Is what it is. <laughs> Unbelievable. Did they yeah. give a reason as to why they're making our lives a living hell until 2019? <laughs> I would say TFL said the cause of the delay is um, complex demolition work um, that has just taken longer than expected um, and they need more time to um, put some protection on the tracks, um, avoid work overrunning into peak times and, yeah, just work had to then be kind of stopped. So, Work yeah. was definitely stopped, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we noticed that <laughs> not a lot of people I get texts of people moaning that I don't turn up here and work very often that's true but I still turn up and work more often than you see people working there yeah oh, I mean I mean it must the fact that it is up to 2019 adds into you know decisions that basically you know if I still have to continue making this journey every single day mm. it's going to wipe hours out of my life for the next couple of years yeah and um, also the council leader Roger Ramsey he's also kind of um, brought up a good point about businesses which have been saying that they've kind of been suffering as a consequence I guess obviously people not wanting to go into that area yeah. because of all that disruption um, and obviously he knows residents as well um, as you like yourself have been quite badly affected so the council isn't happy um, um, you know about the delay themselves but unfortunately it's kind of now the way it is really until obviously TFL were able to finish it so yeah, yeah it's, it's a shame but I mean the the real big serious issue is that there is a chance that one day you might not get a local radio presenter on until maybe like 20 past 2 rather than 2 o'clock so I might yeah. be held up so yeah. and we'll just get songs for 20 minutes and that's tragedy Exactly. That might be one of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's a strong strong Just play it on loop for 20 minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, we should make sure, if ever I'm running idea. late, we should make sure we play terrible songs yeah. just to punish people. Yeah. So they step. <laughs> I mean, you're right, because we're halfway through. You can't go back on this now, can you? You know, it's like they could have planned it better before, I guess, if somehow they would have known they need extra protection. But now you've got whatever they've got there. Try and, when I drive past it, I try and work out what's going on. It's like they've got a spare bridge on top of the bridge. I don't know what it is. Yeah. They're waiting to do something with it. But, you know, you can't now just move that off and carry carry on. You've got to go forwards. No. can't go yeah. backwards. You've got to carry on, yeah. But just think about that song thing, actually. I mean, they are quite a good form of punishment, aren't they? Like, wasn't there somewhere in America where I think if kids did sort of criminal um, offences, they had to listen to, like, Barry Manilow all day or oh, something? Cool. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> the Geneva Convention, I think, prevents that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they, they do use it in a, a way of torture as well. It was a Guantanamo thing, wasn't it? Rock oh, music. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a very good point, actually. They do uh, all sorts of rock music, but like heavy metal and stuff. But um, yeah. I remember reading about that and being like, oh, some of these bands are awesome. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> so this is what I say. Um, if we don't get this sorted, at some point we'll get people to uh, park. I say park. You queue there anyway. Tune into Time 107.5. Windows down. Radio yeah. up. I will play a terrible song and let's just annoy the workmen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I might have to use the power that being on radio gives me. I think so, yeah. And I think it was also when people actually watched Big Brother, I think there was a celebrity one, and you know Bass Hunter back in the day, he was on there, and they literally played one of his songs, like, it was, I think it was, like, all day 
or maybe more than one day and they, we were all hearing it watching at home because someone was watching it and I was there and yeah that song I, I can't even hear it now because it just it, it went on too long there yeah. you go so yeah. uh, if you don't so fix it the does, A127 it, yeah, that will happen that will happen <laughs> you'll play bass centre and they'll never be able to hear that song again so brilliant and then you can report about me in the newspapers from when local DJ loses it <laughs> yeah. over de- delays on the A127 <laughs> and he's still got two years to go <laughs> <laughs> So I'll look through some of the stories from the local papers in the company of Beth White and Niall Joyce, who join me in the studio. And story number three, what are we looking at? Yep, so this is um, about Crossrail, the new Elizabeth line. Um, Our chief reporter, Rafe, got to have a um, kind of a sneak preview of the new train. So he actually got to go and um, ride in one and see what they're all like. So there, that was pretty cool. Have you seen one? I have seen one. I think I was in Romford um, last week for a job and I was just standing at the station and one went past yeah. and I was like, that looks pretty flash, yeah. I was in uh, Liverpool Street and it was it, it was in Liverpool Street, but obviously you couldn't get on or off it and it was just like, do not use this train. Mm. But I had a good old little peek and go, uh, oh, yeah. it's one of the new trains. Yeah, it looks yeah. nice, doesn't it? Like comfy yeah. seats, a bit more space. You can walk directly through every carriage. I always like that with yeah. a train and with a new, like the Metropolitan Line Tube ones. Mm. Um, and the reason I like it and I feel a little bit bad about this it's so that you can definitely get up and walk away when there's someone that you don't uh, like exactly me. yeah yes. the uh, yes. Hammersmith and City and District line that's like it as well and yeah. I get it from barking and yeah uh, sometimes when someone's just on their phone shouting their head off and we've got to know yeah. every single detail I'm yeah. like see you later <laughs> yeah <laughs> So we'll be able to do this on the new Elizabeth line. We ones. will, yeah. Exciting, yeah. Any other pieces of information about them? The seats look purple. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm purple never, never and grey sort of vibe, yeah. And do you know why they always do these weird patterns? Because that yeah, is I was a, gonna... it's it's so you can just basically just chuck up all over them or just leave I, them I thought so it must yeah. be something to that so basically yeah. it, it masks the stains yeah, yeah. Bit your of, eyes can yeah. yeah yeah but um, from the pictures it does actually look quite spacious because you can see a woman standing in one and yeah you could fit like three people next to her kind of um, whip ways so well, that I mean, looks that, quite good that'll definitely happen anyway I mean, that, that happens that on trains happen. anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> when everyone's in. packed in we can fit more in now so because <laughs> they can't use the Yardley Bridge they have to take this yeah <laughs> <laughs> that picture, though, looks a little bit like the kind of pictures you get when you're looking at properties that estate agents have taken. Because, as I said, because I saw one on the on platform, whatever it was, like 15, mm. it didn't look that wide in real life. I think they've done that thing where they get low or something. She's probably not a full like a height wide person. wide-angle lens kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably mal- malnourished and really short. <laughs> there is no way it's that, that big, oh, really. Oh, a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you're right, they do look... They, they, are more they do look better, don't they? Yeah. yeah. So it's... Yeah, it'd be quite exciting. But obviously, it's been about 10 years now since it was first approved. And it's not going to be completely open, I think, until 2019. So we've still got a little wait. But I think they're going to bring some kind of phased trains in before then. So, okay. yeah, a little bit of time until we kind of get the benefit. But it's all happening I do in 2019, isn't it? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do hope um, we get, like... I hope they're as good as they seem because I even talking here, everyone's like, oh, they look great. And Rafe was really impressed. But it doesn't remind me of like the first time you sit on a new carriage um, like on the underground and you noticed it and you're like oh this is, isn't bad and then yeah. the novelty wears off and you're mm. just like I hate this train <laughs> so, yeah. I hope they are like noticeably better and I was saying like, it would be nice if they're a bit quieter as well because sometimes I want to listen to my audiobooks or something and mm. it's just like rattling away and yeah. yeah that's true I have no idea about that kind of technical side of it the, the fact that they've got seats along the edge which is like for people who use the uh, London Overground service 
space yeah. trains like that, where it's just seats on the edge, so there's a lot more space to stand. The other plus side on that is... Uh, it prevents the thing where, uh, for your TFL trains at the moment, where you get three seats in a row and they oh, face I each other. Oh, I hate that, yeah. Yeah, and then there you, no one uses all three because the two people either side of it just f- fill out a little bit. Yeah. Like, oh, let's yeah. not leave enough space. Yeah. And then refuse to get eye contact with you. Oh, here's a bag. Yeah. yeah oh, the, the bag. bag. <laughs> Winds me right as if a bag gets precedence over me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a man once put a woman's shopping bags on the floor and sit down. It was oh. brilliant. Because <laughs> he said, excuse me, about three times. Oh, and she was and like she on the phone. And she did her headphones in, but he was like, I'm pretty sure she heard. And he was like, sod this. I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Was that Jeremy Corbyn? Because I know he ends up sitting on the floor quite a lot. Yeah. Isn't it? It's true. Um, so, it, I mean, they look great, don't they? And, yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. I just hope this. Um, Obviously, as we said about the space, that's better because I was on. Um, I think usually I walk to work, but I was going to. It was actually the factory job the um, last week where um, I had to like you know be a commuter for the morning in terms of getting a train out, yeah. and and it was just one uh, you know like eight something or you know whatever, and it was just so busy, and it was you know like thinking about a cram train, it was kind of the worst of them. Like everyone was shoved to each other, and after we all got on the next stop, you get um, <clears throat> that really annoying person or people who then they see it's completely full and they're like no I'm getting on and you're like oh come on there's no room and they're like you know they're telling you move up move up can and you it's move like, down please yeah can you move down please and it's like there's literally no room for you and they're just shoving themselves on yeah yeah that was that really hot day as well so yeah oh that was you picked pretty, the wrong day to yeah, be going to the sugar factory I did yeah pretty rough um, that's train. the biggest benefit <laughs> I want to get from them not uh, cooler on a hot day I mean the, yeah. The weather we've had, um, and I remember last summer as well, just some of these trains around East London, you're in there and it's so packed out. And like people's sweats dripping off people's hair and stuff. Oh, you're trying to you read actually, the paper, and it's like yeah, yeah. someone's like having a shower on it. You're just like, oh my god, God's sake. <laughs> I was gonna say you're actually like looking. Is it they're standing so close to you? You're actually looking at their hair, then looking at the sweat. Well, it's actually because like, I've got great. a lot of long hair, so it's me. I'm all like really sweating. It's my hair dripping on them, and I'm getting embarrassed about dripping, it. Dripping over everyone else's yeah. metro, going, yeah, trying yeah. to ruin other newspapers. Yeah, yeah. Bad, like, bad form. Wringing it out like a towel. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hope it is better than that. That seems we've yeah. set the bar relatively low. Hopefully, yes, they can yes. manage. Um, anything else to plug from the papers? What have you got coming up? Oh, what have we got? Coming Other up? than some delightful newspaper columns from stand-up a comedian, a person opposite and us, yeah, yeah, and stuff. just always just great content. You know, you want to hear about the news in these areas, you come to us first. You got a good? Uh, su- have you got a Sudoku yet? Sudoku, yeah. No, I know you got crosswords. Oh yeah, right, we do, um, yeah. oh yeah, we do. Sorry, I was, when you asked me, I was like, "Do I?" I was like, yeah, you, no, I know <laughs> do you got you crosswords. Write the Sudoku puzzles. <laughs> I've, been, I've been campaigning for those puzzles to get, get them added in. I mean, uh, crosswords aren't up my street, but give me a little uh, put the numbers in boxes. I prefer crosswords. I I I don't like. I just can't do Sudoku crosswords. Well, I can't really do crosswords either. But at yeah. least at least you have fun trying the challenge. Like, do I remember this historical fact or this really obscure thing? Whereas Sudoku, I just, I just look at it and it's just very alien to me with all the numbers. So. Yeah, there's there's one great. in a national newspaper that says average time to complete it. It's normally like 22 minutes or something. Oh wow! And I can whoop through it in about seven minutes and feel Ooh. like better than average. Throw <laughs> <laughs> a pen down on the desk. Yeah. 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 Boom! Ah. And no one else knows what you're doing. Yeah. Just like, what's wrong? with him oh yeah <laughs> um, listen thank you very much for coming in we'll talk more soon next time you're in with uh, more of this plus there's the podcast version if you want to have a look at that it'll be on well it's on iTunes these days isn't it yeah, yeah it's it now on, on iTunes, iTunes and on the website as well and Audio Boom as well yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah look at this. Oh, all three yeah, yeah. All three. 
that's the future. Uh, thanks very much for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for listening to the Local Paper Review podcast. You can hear the next one live Friday, 2pm on Time 107.5.